time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Glad you're with us today on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. We're going to be talking about financial fears on today's episode. What's your biggest fear when it comes to your portfolio and and your retirement and anything involved in your financial life? Well, we took an informal poll of listeners to find out what their biggest financial fears are. And on this episode, we're going to explore some of the common ones that uh, we heard back in response and talk about how they should be addressed in a retirement plan. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. He is a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting. And you can find out more about Glenn and how to schedule a free consultation online at roadmapfinancial.com. All right, Glenn, uh, here are the results of our informal poll. And uh, one of the top responses on the list in terms of financial fears was running out of money before we die. And uh, that should come as no surprise. Many studies have identified that as the top uh, fear of a lot of retirees and pre-retirees, haven't they? Oh, no doubt about it, Walter. I mean, I, that one is you know, consistently you know, right there. I mean, it, it's that's not necessarily for every single person, but you know, you look at, at the you know the you know, population as a whole. I mean, it, it's it is way up there, right? I mean, I've actually had people say to me, you know, it's just like, hey, I don't want to be elderly, or I don't want to be you know really old and poor, right? I mean, I just want to make sure my money is going to last, you know, and and that I can live a sustainable lifestyle, you know, and that's, you know, for some people, it's more robust. Others is, you know, it's it's more humble, but, you know, but typically we want to try to keep it as, you know, similar as we can to what, what, what folks are currently living. And that's, and that's very doable in the vast majority of, of, uh, of scenarios, but it's, it's right there. It's just like, you know, gosh, you know, I just don't want to, I want to want to be in that position, you know, and, and that's critical. It's just like, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the major goals is to avoid that. Right. And um, kind of an interesting thing. I mean, most times when you think about goals, you think about things that you're moving towards. But but this is a real driver for folks, Walter. It's like, it's like I just don't want to be here. I don't want to I don't want to run out of money or, or be running out of money. And, you know, and, and you know, then, then you're at your most vulnerable place. I mean, if you think about it. Right. I mean, your oldest place that you you are in life and you have fewer resources and you have you have you have you know, what, what are you going to do if you're in that position? And, and that's really scary for folks. And that's understandable. And so that's it's really what we what we work to you make sure that that, that folks are going to have their money last for them. Good points across the board, Glenn. All right. So how about the second financial fear that was another big one uh, from people we've talked to blowing through your retirement nest egg to pay for nursing home care? A lot of people have they don't want to plan for nursing home necessarily, Glenn, but they do worry <laughs> about it blowing up their financial plan. You don't want to leave your nest egg to you know for for the nursing home. And so that's that's one of that's one of the greatest concerns for folks. But to your point, the the vast majority of people that I meet with, you know, initially is is like, you know, and you ask that question, it's like, well, what do you have in place for you know for that? And a lot of times they'll say, well, you know, I mean, we've looked at different things. Everything seemed you know seemed expensive, or you know, we just weren't really sure what to do. And a lot of times it's like, well, that's one of the reasons why we're here is that you know to try to figure this one out. And, um, you know, because it's, it's, it's a real, it's a real challenge, right? Because it's like everybody, everybody either has somebody in their, in their family or, you know, or I shouldn't say everybody, but, but the vast majority of folks either have somebody in their family or, or they have friends that, that, that they know 
who've had this type of situation where somebody has gone in a nursing home and, you know, they're just taken aback, you know, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month, you know, for you know, for different levels of care and it's staggering and it doesn't take long before, you know, you really start going through a lot of resources in a hurry. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's important, you know, to, you know, to think in terms of how are you going to hedge those risks, right? You know, do you have, do you have, you know, pieces of the puzzle and, you know, so to speak in your, in your retirement and your retirement planning, you know, puzzle, I kind of use that analogy of, of putting the pieces together, you know, is there, you know, what do you have there to, you know, to, to hedge, right? I mean, against that, you know, I mean, do you have something, do you have anything in your portfolio that has some additional, uh, some additional benefits, you know, for that, you know, and, and the vast majority of people don't. And sometimes that's okay, depending on the situation, right? I mean, you have to kind of look at overall cash flow and 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 resources that are there, and also philosophy and and and, and that kind of thing. But you know, most people have that have that out there as is. You know, gosh, you know, I. I I really, you know, I'm not sure what to do. And, you know, let, that's one of our top priorities is to really plan for that because, you know, they, they've just, they've seen, they've seen, you know, like I say, either firsthand through their family or, or, or somebody that they know, you know, you know, as a close, you know, family friend, you know, and if they haven't seen it, you know, up close and personal, they've certainly seen a lot of the things that are on the news. It's just like right there. And, and, it, and it's something that we just know it, it's those, those expenses for, for nursing home care, you know, they, they just keep accelerating and, you know, and the inflation rate. Those two things, Walter, it's like we, we think in terms of, you know, running out of money and, and this is kind of another variation of running out of money. It's, it's not like the, the normal, hey, you know, we, we just ran out because, you know, we, we didn't have enough cash flow for, for normal, regular you know, life. Maybe that first piece is taken care of, but then, you know, the nursing home piece is, you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, this, this thing could happen and, and just blow things up, you know, and that's, that's something we, we, we oftentimes talk about and plan for. Yeah, that's a great point. Usually the words blow up in financial plan, we don't like to put together unless, no. unless we're blowing up a bad financial <laughs> plan to start over. But uh, <laughs> normally we don't like using using those two things combined. So yeah, that that's why it's such a fear for a lot of people. Now, taxes should probably be a bigger fear for more people. Um, it's still on the list here, Glenn, but I imagine it's still an overlooked item just based on some of our past conversations. But we'll put it on this list of biggest financial fears because enough people are aware of it. But a lot of folks are worried they're going to pay more taxes than they have to pay or that they might be missing opportunities to save on taxes. Right. Well, Walter, I mean, we've talked many, many times about tax-aware planning, right? And um, I mean, it's it's critically important because you know, I mean, for an awful lot of folks, I mean, taxes can be you know one of your biggest expenses, if not your biggest expense in retirement. And the the, the trick, one of the trickiest things about it is, is that income is is coming from different sources in retirement, you know, than than it is when you're working. And typically, for the vast majority of folks, when they're when they're in their working years, they have their salary or you know the you know their business you know income or whatnot. You know, it's it's derived out of their or their earned income. When we transition into retirement, you know, there's typically you know there's typically Social Security, and then there there, there could be you know IRA or 401k money. There might be pension. You know, there might be some Roth accounts. There might be some other you know, just traditional type of investment accounts that are that are not necessarily.
necessarily retirement accounts. And you know, there's you know, there's different types of tax treatment for for those different types of income. They're not all treated the same way. Whereas you know, mo- a lot of folks are really used to the idea of when when they when they're in their working years, they they their income is really coming from one or two sources, and it's all treated as ordinary income. And you know, and that's not necessarily the case when you're when you transition, you know, to retirement. And so it gets a little tricky in that regard. There can be ways to uh, to plan for that. One of the one of the biggest things that we've talked about, and and that I plan with you know with clients is is that we look at Social Security because Social Security is kind of that 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 odd duck, so to speak, in the in the tax code where it's you know it's not inherently taxable, but it becomes subject to taxation based on how much other income you have. And so there are there are ways of planning for a lot of folks that we can you know potentially you know protect a good portion of the of those social security benefits from taxation you know if we if we are positioned properly and and so that's something that can kind of come into play when we're when we're putting plans together I mean, the vast majority of folks that I talk to, Walter, I mean, they, they really they really just dislike paying taxes, you know, and that, that comes from, from either side of the aisle, you know, and of course, I, you know, I, I, I meet with a lot of folks and I, have, and I have clients that, you know, that have different, you know, political leanings, but, you know, almost everybody is, is, is unsatisfied about how their, their tax dollars get spent. You know, if you're on this side of the aisle, then you're upset about that, and if you're on the other side of the aisle, you're, you're concerned or, or upset about something else. And it, it, nobody, nobody has has a great you know sense of like oh boy I get to send money to Washington right I mean no vir- virtually everybody wants to try to keep that in check and you know and, and and pay as little in taxes as they can and that and that comes into play when we're when we're doing that you know that type of planning it's 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 really kind of interesting Walter but you know when we start thinking about where money can get you know, you, you know kind of just drained away in retirement and it's like kind of these last two you know the nursing home and taxes you know nobody wants to you know to send extra money to to either one of those places and and we and, we, and our and our planning is is you know is, is is largely designed around you know how do how do we protect against that as best we can that's uh, a good one glenn that's why it's on the list for sure and we've got to make that a big part of our planning conversation all right we're talking about these biggest financial fears from our informal poll and another one here glenn this doesn't apply to everyone but definitely a concern among a group of folks uh, that I'm sure you work with, not having anything left to pass on to the kids or, or to the next generation or even helping grandkids out. A lot of people want to make sure they've got a little bit of a nest egg left over that they can uh, you know, share with family members. Right. Right. Well, like you say, Walter, I mean, it's not as high a priority, you know, but it's but it, it's 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 still up there. I mean, the vast majority of people that I that I work with, I mean, they, I, I definitely would say that, that, that that's not their highest priority. But that said, they are very interested in, you know, in making sure that they almost everybody wants to leave something. Right. And, you know, they want to leave something that has some significance, you know, and, and the and the and the in the idea of it's like, well, you know, are there are there ways of planning in such a way that, that we can that we can, you know, enhance what what could potentially be, you know, be left. You know, and one of the biggest things that comes into play there, Alter, is, is uh, you know, is taxation. Right. In terms of what are you know, what are you leaving, you know, in terms of to the next generation? You know, tax what are they word gonna... Again, popping right back up on us. 
Yeah, well, that's right. Are the assets that you're leaving, you know, going to be, you know, loaded with, you know, it's inside of the account and when, when, when money gets distributed, you know, and oftentimes that, that's something, you know, that, that, is, that is there or at least potentially there. And so we started planning and thinking about and having those conversations around how can we be tax aware and, you know, as be as efficient as we possibly can. And there, there's a variety of different strategies through, you know, through conversions and different insurance products and whatnot that can come into play. And obviously, you know, it has to fit into the, the overall income planning and whatnot. Given a choice, you know, most people would rather would rather leave more money to the people that they care about rather than to Uncle Sam or to the nursing home, right? That's a great point, Glenn. And I think that is uh, why it's so important when that is a priority, then, uh, then boom, it becomes a big fear for people. All right, this yeah. next one is uh, a good one as well. Being forced to reduce the quality or level of of lifestyle in retirement. This is kind of one of those sneaky fears where you're like, I, I'm pretty sure I can retire, but I'm just kind of worried that I'm going to go from like never living paycheck to paycheck, that kind of feeling, to now all of a sudden living paycheck to paycheck in retirement and having to, having to all of a sudden finally keep a budget and just have feeling some restrictions in retirement. I can, I can feel that uh, fear sort of, you know, kind of oozing out of people's mindsets uh, in talking to them sometimes. Yeah, no, I think it's that there's no there's no doubt about that, Walter, that it can come into play. And this is kind of a variation of that first one we were talking about in terms of running out of money. Right. I mean, this is, you know, this is a kind of like a strategy to not run out of money is to is to is to cut back on, you know, what your lifestyle is and so forth. And it's and it's important to really understand, you know, well, what what do you want your retirement to be like, you know, in the different phases of retirement, right? I mean, I like, you know, there's the there's the go go years, and that's like at the very beginning when you're when you're when you're you know you just retire and you're you know the youngest you're going to be in retirement, you typically want to go do more things and you know, take more vacations and you know and, and you know and just you know be able to have more fun. It's like you've been waiting for you know for retirement for it seems like forever, right? And 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 you have the energy and the resources to go do things. And you, and you want to, right? You know, and then you transition from that, for, you know, from the go-go years to the slow-go years where you get a little bit older and maybe you've, you know, you've taken those vacations and it's just like, okay, well that, you know, that was exciting and that was fun, but, you know, I don't necessarily need as much of that. Or, you know, it's like, it's like you know, I'd, I'd rather stick around at home. And, you know, it's just like, as you get older, you know, from for most people, that tends to be the case, right? And you go from the go-go years to the slow-go years to the no-go years, right? And as you get, if you get, you know, much older and possibly if health issues come into play, you know, that, that, that can all play into it. And so, you know, trying to budget for all of those different things. And so oftentimes, you know, we have conversations about, you know, maybe the first few years of retirement, you know, we're going to, we're going to, you know, take some extra money and be able to go do some of those things that you've been wanting to do, you know, that bucket list, so to speak, you know, and then, you know, and then manage it as, as you go forward. You know, again, it's, and it's not a one size fits all, but it is part of that com of those conversations that we have in terms of how do we create that kind of lifestyle that that you don't feel like you're having to you know to to pinch every every last penny you know I mean that doesn't mean that you're going to just go wild and you know and, and just you know just not pay attention to to your finances and how much you're spending. But frankly, Walter, I mean, most people that I that I that I meet with and work with as clients, you know, I mean, they're not that type anyways. I mean, because that that's how they saved money for retirement is is that they were very aware of you know what was coming in and what was going out. And so they, they continue that, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, making that transition and, and figuring out how does that work in retirement and, and, the, and the comfort level of being able to, you know, to, you know, to 
make that transition and to be to feel okay about spending some money on certain things, particularly in certain you know certain phases of retirement. And again, I mean that's a, that's part of the overall planning process. Last but not least, Glenn, biggest financial fears. This one was on the list. Getting taken advantage of by an advisor or by somebody who doesn't have our best interest in mind, the Bernie Madoffs of the world come to mind here. But you know we're, we're hearing uh, this more and more from people. You see it in the news all the time, right? Whenever there's an advisor behaving badly, you sort of get that. Uh, you get that hitting the news headlines, and it, it's a legitimate concern for people to have the the amount of scammers and and you know uh, bad intentioned people out there. It's it, there's no shortage of them, so it's something to be aware of, right? No, well, you're exactly right, Walter, and I mean, and that, and that is a concern for folks. Well, it should be. You know, I think one of the one of the key things that you you know that folks obviously need to be aware of, and and, and most people are, is is that t- there are different types of advisors out there, but there's also an awful lot of you know financial services salespeople. <laughs> Right, having an advisor, you know, in their in their title is 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 kind of an interesting thing in in some cases. But it's kind of it comes it comes with the territory that you know, in most in most cases, if it's in the financial world, you see advisor tied to it, and and so you know that's that's you know it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just kind of one of those things that is, and you just got to be aware of to whom are you listening, right? And you know, and you know, and, and the advisor that you're working with, you know, what was the process to find that person? You know, did you did you you know did you sit down with with several folks? When you look at you know the overall the overall planning process, you know, and and how involved were you in it, right? I mean, or how how involved? Like if you're meeting for the first times, you know, are, I mean, the, is the is the advisor involving you in that process in that conversation, or are they coming at you with all the things that you really need to do or should do? As, you know, from from what they're from what they're telling you, and and without having a whole lot of conversation about who you are and what you're wanting to accomplish, you know, I mean, if if that's not the beginning parts of it, you know, to really start to understand who you are and what you want, you know, and 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 you're getting and you're getting pitched products and you know and and you know certain types of investments and whatnot without having that advisor really understand who you are and what your objectives are, you know, those are those are significant red flags. But you know, I hear about those things, you know, fairly often, you know, when when folks you know either come from other advisors or you know they're in the they're in the process don't you know typically Walter as, as you can imagine you know when I when I sit down with folks you know in, in, a, in those initial meetings and those discovery meetings folks tend to be you know quote unquote shopping right I mean they're 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 meeting with several advisors trying to get a sense of number one what they what they should be thinking about and what they might want to be doing and how they want to plan but then you know do they want to work with somebody and if so you know I mean are they comfortable with this person you know and, and how and how does all that come into play and it's 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 important you know that that you that you really have a have that relationship and you know you have a good sense of it and you're and you're not being sold something over the over the the, the relationship and, and them really genuinely, you know, looking to try to serve you and, and, you know, and put the best plans together for you based upon what you're really wanting to achieve. And and I think for the most part, if you if you're taking your time and not rushing, you know, most people are going to be able to figure out, you know, who those people are, you know, on, on either side of that. And, uh, you know, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's like if you if you find yourself, you know, things are moving kind of fast, it's like maybe not a bad idea to tap the brakes a little bit and, you know, just, you know, to kind of make sure. 
and I think most people will do that, but but it is it is a concern because it's, nobody wants to be taken, so to speak, right? Particularly when you're talking about you know the the foundational setting you know setting up of your of your retirement years. Yeah, it's a good point as well, Glenn. So let's keep all these things in front of us. Keep all these things in mind. Biggest financial fears. If you've got a couple of these fears on your mind and you don't think you've addressed them yet, then take a beat. You know, just breathe for a second. Think a little bit about the planning that you have out in front of you. How can you accomplish the goal of solving some of these fears, of quelching them a little bit? Uh, and if you need some help doing that, there's always a conversation with Glenn to be had. You can reach out by calling 336-291-3535 and schedule your time to visit. Uh, it's a free consultation. It can happen over Zoom if that's easiest for you. 336-291-3535 is the number. You can also find Glenn online at roadmapfinancial.com. Look for the free consultation button, and you can book right from your smartphone or computer. Again, roadmapfinancial.com. Thanks for covering all these fears with us, Glenn. Hopefully we can help alleviate some of them with our conversation today. And if not, then I'm sure it'll happen when somebody comes in to meet with you and talk a little bit more detail about these things. But uh, thanks for guiding us through this, and we'll uh, talk to you again next week. All right, Walter. Take care. We'll, We'll talk to you soon. We appreciate it. New episodes every week. Come back and join us for another one soon right here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 